0: Whoa. WTF. It ain't what you mean. It's We Talk Facts. It is another Tuesday. Cluster Johnson, my partner, Sebo, the ballhead. Now, he strict. He sticky is what it is. We are here in the building today. Harrison is on the board. Once you. again, we're going to talk some facts here every night on Tuesday from 8 to 9 is where you can find us. X, YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, as well as Allo Channel 951. We are grateful and thankful to Sutter Heyman on the text line. When this sometimes you want to involve yourself, you can also get on the stream, ask any questions, and also have any type of, you know, communication that you want to share, of your heart, desire. Cluster Johnson is remote today. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing quite well, but I would like a little slight change
1: to the show. Okay, Eric? Can you hear me? I hear you. Fine. I would like my announcement to say Nebraska Athlete of the Year,
0: 1991. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is the fact. That's 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 a fact. You are that.
1: Who was 92 Athlete of the Year?
0: Uh, I don't think it was me. I don't know. I I think there was some sentiment. Some would say me, some would say Dre, but I think if you look at total athlete, then yeah, I'd probably have won that award. It's just hard to say in in the minds of those who are the voting uh, electorate. Why
1: are you being humble? I mean, when the paper comes out every year and it goes all the way back to the fifties and sixties, I see Eric Strickland in the world. Stop
0: trying to be humble. Stop trying to be humble. Yeah, we talk facts. The facts we're gonna get into today, class, is is is. I think it's some depth to it. I think it's interest there. Um, I think some of the listeners will also, as we thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Tuesday night. Um, we're appreciative of that because without you, we would not be here. But yet, we would still talk some facts. But some things had happened that a lot of us are not happy about. Obviously, the Nebraska Cornhuskers, which are where our heart and lies, you see it on my hat. Uh, Cluster Johnson, as being a champion, has watched the program from being here, had a lot of opportunity to see its rise and fall, and now we find ourselves 0-2 to start the season. Cluster and uh, two. Let me just say two tough losses. And a way I would say the first one definitely heartbreaking. The second one was one that we were in this game. I mean, we're going almost I want to say 7 minutes in the second quarter is when the the wheels began to come off. Um things started to change drastically and the mistakes began to compound which led to some easier opportunities for the Colorado Buffaloes. But we hung in there t- we hung in there tough. Um, I think the strategy were was working. Class. I think the running game. I a lot of what I said about the running game. Run at Travis Hunter. They were doing and was having great success uh, in the tackles with a lot of that counteraction with the with the guards pulling on the inside. Some wham blocks. Some motion. The motion ended up letting them down at the end of the day with with. Uh, <laughs> Some butt fumbles and, and hike fumbles and stuff like that, which obviously caused us some trouble. But we have a we have a thought. We're gonna try to break it down today and talk about the pathway to seven wins. I still think it's possible. I know some of us are pouting, some of us are shouting, some of us are upset about where the, the team has begun at an 0-2 record. Coming home to face Northern Illinois this weekend. Cluster Johnson, um, let's get into the facts. Well, you know,
1: when we had our show on, I want to say uh, 822, I reposted it on my Twitter at Tresvent Street for all you people out there who would like to know a little bit more, get a little bit depth on what my thoughts are, and, and Eric sometimes get a chance to chime in, but I initially said that I thought the Huskers would come out of the gate 0-2. You
0: did say that.
1: That's a fact. Um, but here's the thing. A lot of times we we can't predict how it's going to happen, right? Like, we can't predict how it's going to happen. But when we look back, and I, I did say this, if we played well in those games, you got to be encouraged, right?
0: Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's it's all
1: I wanted to see. I knew, I felt we would lose, but if we look back and go, you know what? They played pretty good. And I want to say in both of those games, we played pretty good. We all know as fans, we all know why we lost. Um, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and pound on one person, but again, um, you know, you lose as a team, you win as a team. But ultimately, um, the statistic is Nebraska is last in the country in turnover margin, but the encouraging thing is they're number one in – I heard they're number one in sacks, right? Mm -hmm. So that is very encouraging, my friend. like, these next two games, I really feel we're going to be home, and my feeling is – We got to get these two, okay? I think you're going to see a little bit of hangover. There may be a little Husker hangover because you always got that seed of doubt in your mind from
0: being 0-2. So now you're kind of questioning yourself. Pause. Husker, break that down. Husker hangover. Fan base hangover, team hangover, or both. And what does that look like? Break that down. So –
1: You know, fan hangover, obviously, it is a compounding effect of what's been happening for years now. You know, almost a decade, not quite a decade, but, you know, almost 10 years, it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, here we go again. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, I I hate to use this term, but um, you know how sometimes when you... uh, when, when something happens to you and you just naturally have like a, a fear of it, you know, that's what happens with us as fans, something is happening. And all of a sudden we started to feel that, that feeling of, uh you know, that pit in your stomach, like, it's just like, Oh, I'm getting sick. Cause we are emotionally tied to this team. I don't care what anybody say. When you look at these comments after the games, you can tell, this is this is religion for some people it's unfortunate that people are tied to it like that but it's religion to some people so naturally you start getting a wave of just negative energy all this negative energy just flows in uh from all around the world all around the country here we go again
0: now it's a little pause Pause. let me let me now i want to touch that because this is the, upon what you just said. Is it possible that so being biblically inclined, right? There's something that we talk about that what you put into the atmosphere, you have to be mindful that that thing can come on you. So if you're going around saying you're broke, then then in your mind, you're putting into the atmosphere a broke mentality and therefore the self-fulfilling
1: positive, prophecy, the self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling,
0: self-fulfilling prophecy. So, in our minds, as Huskers, sometimes as fans, our, can the lack of optimism, can the that mindset, as the clock begins to tick, you and you in that in that arena, in that stadium, that energy can start to kind of seep into the atmosphere, and can kind of create. Some bad mojo, you know. What I'm saying? It's just like it's crazy. Like we can actually kind of sometimes throw some bad mojo into the mix, and we do that in our lives. We do that in our individual lives. We do that in relationships. Sometimes we like, oh man, I mean, dang, man, she she probably gonna cheat on me. And the next thing you know, a month or two later, she just snuck off on you. You know what I mean? WTF? We talking facts right now? Is that something that's going on right now? Are we throwing bad mojo in our own mix? Oh man, I mean that analogy. I, I,
1: you know what? I'm I'm going to have to go back and look at the show just to replay that analogy, right? Oh no, man. You know, Real I type. I do feel that we can create the self-fulfilling prophecy, but again, mm-hmm. it's up to the coaches and the staff right. and uh, you know, academics everybody inside yeah. this, this is when you got to really kind of circle the wagons is what, you know, the term we like to use is circle, the wagons in it. They got to kind of have a me against the world mentality. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, we're going to continue to be positive with the fans and the media, but it's almost like they going to have to maybe adopt what Dion is doing in Colorado
0: is, Hey, you don't believe in me. The thing the theme for them is I believe matter of fact every time he approaches them the first thing he says out him do you believe, I believe right I believe and they and they repeat it and so that thing begins to manifest itself so mm-hmm. within
1: the comfortable confines of husker heaven on campus in the locker rooms in in the meeting rooms they gotta kind of have to adopt that same mantra that mantra has to be you know what People are really down on us. They don't believe in us. And let's circle the wagons and make people believers.
0: Plus, tell the truth now, because you can help people to understand what that looks like, because you guys, you got to see it in the inception, in the beginning stages, because Nebraska... Before the swag caught in, and you walked around with your head high, your chest up, and you walked into games and into stadiums, and you said, "Shoot, I don't care what they got, I don't care what people been talking, we beating the brakes off of them." And so, but listen now, just before that, y'all dealt with, couldn't get over the hump, couldn't win the bowl game, couldn't win the big one, kicked the, the, the the field goal goes right against Florida State. You guys had to change that that mentality because you still had to face those same times. What was that like for you in that in that locker room watching that because you were part of the inception of the beginning of it and the change of it. So so what is something that they have to do in order to change that?
1: Yeah, you know, Coach Osborne was in the midst of a seven game bowl losing streak, and just like you said, you hit the nail on the head, the national media. And everybody was just saying, you know what, they're a good team in their conference. But when it comes to these national teams, the Miamis, the Florida States, Mm -hmm. um, you know, mainly the teams down south. I mean, there was one year that was Georgia Tech. You know, that was a big game. One year it was Washington. That was a big game. And we just came up short in those games. That was when we created the Unity Council
0: Ah, there you go. That's
1: when we had uh, the team psychologist really kind of came into play a little bit more Mm -hmm. because what coach Osborne recognizes there's something deeper at play here. And I got to get my team more unified. I got to make them more cohesive we were very clicky at the time. I remember that. It was a very like we were great, obviously very great good athletes, and we could win the games that we were supposed Just to supposed win to. per se. Mm-hmm. But when it came to that team that was equally as good of good as us or maybe perceived as better, it was like we fell apart. And that's what you saw honestly against Minnesota. Um but I I am leaning on the fact that we have a coach who I think is a little bit hard, a little bit more hard nosed. He ain't gonna let you feel sorry for yourself, and he gonna go hard at you. And I'm gonna tell you, I feel like we saw improvement from Minnesota to Colorado. We we definitely did. We played a better team, and mm-hmm. I think we played better. I just – I really – if we cut down on those turnovers, that's a closer game. I'm not going to say
0: we won. So I'm you're not, looking at three three right two. now. If you just cut it to one, right. did you, that's growth. If you just cut it to one,
1: uh-huh.
0: this can change the whole outcome of that. Because let's be real about it. The defense was operating from a bend but don't break. That's how they were doing it. They were yeah. getting the sack. They were giving up a little bit of yards. Maybe a first down here or there, and then boom, they would explode. Now it's a punt. Then we get the ball, boom, we run. We get a couple first downs, get us get a stop or a drop or something like that, and then change the field position. But the p- problem happened was the punting got bad. You had two shank punts, so now you're giving up field position, creating shorter fields with a bend but don't break type of a defense. And it's always difficult in those instances to try to make up the difference of those yards that would have, would, would have been available to you if you were able to change the field the way that you had been doing it.
1: Absolutely. I, I love what you just said there, especially about field position. Field position is big, but another thing you really want to hit on is momentum, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turnovers can really change the momentum and the feel
0: of the game.
1: Uh, yeah, because Colorado
0: fans was out of it, class. Like, they, they was quiet as church mouses up in there. Yeah. Like, like, in the, the first two quarters and a half, they was quiet. And that's right. what you wanted. But then the turnovers, and then now they start getting rowdy and started getting up. Yeah. That changes the whole dynamic of the Well, game. you're giving extra possessions with yep. a
1: hot quarterback with a lot of great athletes. It's just a matter of time that your defense is going to get tired. Cause they're yeah. like they just got off the field. Now they got to come back on the field, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: you're not giving them a break. You're changing the field position. You change the momentum. It's just, I don't care what kind of defense you have. It could be the 85 Bears. I mean, at some point, it, it's just it, it's going to break. The dam is going to break. You're going to give up something, and uh, it just makes it, it it just makes it tough to. To feel like you got a chance to win. And, and then when you get back on offense, you start to feel like, I got to be perfect. And you start to press.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: there's a lot of, uh, you know, you're playing tight.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, I to lose
0: thing. instead of to win.
1: I saw that start to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like these next two teams are definitely inferior imp- opponents. So, and, and we could jump into that. We could jump into that in a little bit more depth. But these next two home games, number one, at home and inferior opponents should start to get your confidence back. But like I told everybody, after two games, you start to kind of figure out who you are as a team. Mm-hmm. And there's potential on offense. You just have to you cut down on the mistakes, you, we're right in there, we're right there, so yeah, but yeah, before go ahead, I was just gonna say, what is Coach Rule gonna do? Is he going to switch it up stay with the horse, mm-hmm. or is he going to, you know, if you feel like he has faith in his current QB, uh, is he gonna stay there? We don't know, that's the key to it all.
0: Well, it's very similar to like race car driving right race car drivers they have uh an alternate driver right sometimes there's something going on with the original driver the car may not be handling the way he he likes it and it may work to the feel of the second guy and sometimes you may throw the second guy in there to work some things out work out some of the kinks uh let him take the reins for a little bit so that's that's kind of the dilemma that they're in now i i i've got to say what what worried me before we take our first break and i'll let you answer on it here's what worried me about um, you know, the quarterback situation Um, is when we got down close to the half, I'm watching us with the ball. I think we have a little over a minute left. We're moving the ball a little bit and we get to a point where we're under a minute and Jeff Sims goes into oblivion is his mind. Just, I don't know where he was at, but he wasn't in tune to the game. And he was in there. He was running plays, uh, getting in the huddle and looking at his 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 thing. He was very slow to get the guys together. There was, seemed to be no sense of urgency. And he's looking around. It's 11 seconds left. Like, he's about to hike the ball like he had a minute left in, in the quarter. <laughs> and the clock runs out. And I was just like, wait a minute. Like, you had no – he had no clue that it was 11 seconds on the clock. And that's what worries me is just that awareness, that situational awareness, that coach, that, that uh, you can't, you can't really coach that, not especially in the season. And so I'm worried about that part of the game. And I'm hoping these home games is able to kind of help him with situational awareness a little bit more.
1: Yeah. I think that one of the things I was talking to somebody on Twitter about when it when it comes to our quarterback i you know the the coach is going to determine who's best who he thinks they can win with but my vision and being a former quarterback myself i can definitely see an athlete playing quarterback versus a pure quarterback mm-hmm. you know for instance Lamar Jackson is an outstanding athlete who can play quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's a different style, a different type of quarterback. Right. But when you look at, you know, let's say Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, you know, there's some guys where you can just tell.
0: I mean, Patrick Mahomes,
1: there's certain guys where you look at them and you go, he got it.
0: That's that it factor. Mm -hmm. He's got
1: the it. He understands how to anticipate he knows what the defense has given him. Mm-hmm. There's certain things he takes care of the ball. He knows how to um, on the run. He knows how to, 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 when things fall apart, he knows how to manage and do other things yeah. to make up for things that don't go right. Um, so.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. So, so that's what I don't see with our current, with our current.
0: Right, right. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on WTF. We talk facts, 93, seven, the ticket, the ticket What are we going to come back and talk about? We're going to come back and talk about the pathway to seven. How can the Huskers, as we look at this schedule, clusters already called it. He said they would be on two, but yet he stayed, still said they will get there to seven. What is the pathway to seven? We'll talk about that when we come back right after this.